welcome to the Get Cozy Podcast, where we talk all about the coziest of book genres, the cozy mystery. I'm your host, Christy Meyer, and I'll be bringing you author interviews and keeping you up to date on all the hottest cozy mystery releases. We'll be diving into the latest episode after these quick messages. So grab yourself a cup of your favorite hot beverage and let's get cozy. If you want to help support the podcast, be sure to join our Patreon. We have different tiers to choose from to get weekly exclusive episodes, membership in our book club, and podcast merch. You can even choose the Cozy supporter tier and receive a monthly Get Cozy book box, which includes one paperback copy of your choice from a selection of books by Get Cozy podcast guest authors. To join, visit patreon.com slash getcozypodcast. You can also visit our website, getcozypod.com, and check out our podcast merch. We have shirts, mugs, and totes available now. Finally, if you'd like to donate to the show on a one-time or recurring basis, you can do that via Venmo at GetCozyPod. Thank you so much for your support. You listeners are the heart of the show, and I couldn't do any of it without you. Hi, hello, my cozy friends. Welcome to another episode of Get Cozy Podcast. I am so excited to have you here with us today and to chat with our guest author. So one thing you all may not know about me is that I am a huge Austinite, and today's episode is definitely going to be perfect for those of you who are fans of Jane Austen as well as cozies, just like our guest author, Katie Oliver. Katie loves a cozy mystery. She also enjoys Jane Austen novels, so she decided to put the two together to create Professor Phaedra Brighton, an intelligent, outspoken Austen scholar who teaches 19th century literature at Somerset University, a small liberal arts college located just outside of Laurel Springs, Virginia. Katie currently resides in South Florida with her husband, her computer, and an ever-growing stack of cozy mysteries waiting to be read. She is the author of nine romantic comedies, and I'm so excited to chat with her today. So welcome to the show, Katie. Thank you, Christy. It's great to be here, and I'm very excited to, uh, to chat with you today. Definitely. This is going to be so much fun. And Pride, Prejudice, and Peril is the first book in your Jane Austen Tea Society Mysteries. So would you want to just kick off the conversation today by telling our listeners what that series is all about? Sure, I'd be glad to. Um, Professor Phaedra Brighton, as you said, she's a 19th century literature teacher at a small uh, uh, college in outside Charlottesville. She likes to wear Regency clothing when she leads her lectures, and her students all love that. They think that's great. Um, her best friend, Charlene, uh, is sort of what leads her into the first uh, murder mystery that she encounters in book one. And basically, she's acting as a consultant at a historical um, mansion called Marling, where they're filming a reality show, sort of a Regency version of The Bachelor, I guess you could say. And she is there as a consultant. Well, her friend Charlene's husband is found uh, dead of mysterious circumstances in the bathtub upstairs. So uh, suspicion kind of lands on Charlene and she didn't do it. So Phaedra basically steps forward and 
realizes that she has to act as an amateur sleuth to try to get to the bottom of who did kill him so that she can clear her best friend's name. And that's what kind of leads into the first uh, mystery. Perfect. And I just so enjoyed this book. There are so many little things about it that personally are just totally my type of novel. Like I love books about reality TV shows. I love Jane Austen. (laughs) I love books where the main character is a professor. So this like ticked so many boxes for me personally. And I think cozy mystery readers are just going to love it. Oh, great. Well, that's the perfect trifecta then, I guess. Yeah. Absolutely. And I'm guessing that it's safe to assume that you're a big fan of Jane Austen. So I'm curious to know what your favorite Austen novel is. Oh, that's a good question. Um, I guess the obvious answer would be Pride and Prejudice, because that's absolutely a brilliant novel. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you have Darcy, Mr. Darcy, and he's so arrogant and he's a snob. And you have Elizabeth Bennet, who refuses to be intimidated or impressed with him. And, you know, eventually they realize they both kind of got each other a little bit wrong and they, you know, they, they managed to uh, find something more than animosity, which is great. But I think as far as my personal favorite, it's probably Emma. I've always loved that one. Um, I guess because like Darcy, she has her flaws, but uh, she won't really acknowledge them until Mr. Knightley points out, you know, hey, you were at that picnic at Box Hill and you were really, really nasty to Miss Bates. And that was just unacceptable. And she's devastated, but she realizes that, hey, you know, maybe he's right. That was terrible. And maybe I do interfere a little too much. and Maybe I do need to clean up my act a little bit. And so she she does. And I think she's like Darcy in that respect, because they both realize they need to change and they both do the work to make that happen. Yeah, you know, I've never uh, really thought about how similar Emma and Darcy are before. So that's a really interesting point. Well, thank you. Yeah. And I think it's endearing, too, because, you know, they're willing to face their shortcomings in the end and uh, do what they can to improve. And I think that's that makes them maybe that's one of the reasons why they're they're popular, you know, all these years later, because mm-hmm. that's that's very uh admirable qualities. (laughs) I agree. I love both of those books. I think uh, my favorite is probably Northanger Abbey. And I think that's probably just because it kind of has like almost a cozy mystery vibe, right? Like it's a little silly. It's a little over the top. The main character is doing some amateur sleuthing uh, herself. So that one's probably my favorite, but oh, they're all so wonderful. I agree. I like Northanger Abbey, too. And one time, I don't remember who the writer is, but this woman had written a series of Jane Austen mysteries, and I think they were set during Jane Austen's time. But one of them was based on Northanger Abbey, and she called it North by Northanger. I thought that was hilarious. (laughs) It was so clever. I'm like, I wish I could have used that title. That's awesome. Oh, my goodness. That is clever. I'm going to have to look at and see if I can try to find those novels because those sound like a lot of fun. Yeah, I'll have to find the name of the author because they're they're supposedly very good and uh-huh. uh, I would like to read it myself. Yeah, definitely. We can never get enough uh, Jane Austen spinoffs for sure. No, never, never. So what inspired you to uh, combine your love of Jane Austen and Cozy Mysteries then and write your own series and adaptation? 
Well, I just, I thought it would be fun to have this modern academic woman in her mid thirties, who's an Austin scholar, uh, find herself in the middle of a, a small town murder mystery, you know, in each book and, and what she does and how she uses her powers of observation and intelligence to kind of follow the clues and, and find the killer. And uh, secondly, I think I was inspired by Lucy Worsley, who is a British historian and she's a television presenter in England. And she does a lot of documentaries uh, on various historical topics and Jane Austen is one of them. And they're always very interesting and she's very passionate about her subject matter. Um, she's very clever, but she also has kind of a sense of fun that comes through. And so I think, you know, she was a big influence on me when I was creating uh, Phaedra. That sounds so neat, man. I would just love to take a course from her. Oh, yes, I would. I think she'd be a lot of fun. She'd be that fun teacher that everybody wants to, you know, get take their course. That right. <laughs> oh, that just sounds amazing. Um, and another thing that I really enjoyed in your book. So Marling is the name of the manor where our mystery takes place in Pride, Prejudice and Peril. And I found it to be such a charming setting. I felt like I was immersed in an Austin novel myself while I was reading about it. So were your descriptions inspired by any real world lo locations? Well, yes, actually, um, I was lucky enough to grow up in Northern Virginia. So there were a lot of historical sites nearby. Um, and I've been to Mount Vernon, George Washington's home, uh -huh. uh, Monticello, yeah, which was Thomas Jefferson's home. Um, let's see what else. Woodlawn Plantation, which was once part of Mount Vernon, but uh, he, I think George built that for his nephew and his wife, Nellie Custis. And that is probably the property that most influenced um, Marling because I went there, I went to Woodlawn Plantation, I think in third grade for a field trip. And I just loved it. I fell in love with it. It was so beautiful. It kind of sits up on a rise and it was just the most amazing place. And I don't think I'd ever been in a historical home before mm -hmm. that time. So it really impressed me and I kind of never forgot it. So I would say that definitely was probably a, a big inspiration for Marling. Wow, that sounds so neat to get to visit locations like that. I live, you, you know, in Utah, kind of more on the West Coast, and everything here is so new. Like if we have a hundred-year-old building, right. it's it's noteworthy. So that sounds amazing to get to go to places like that. It is. I mean, that's one nice thing about living in Virginia. We don't live there anymore. Um, I'm in South Florida now, but mm -hmm. Virginia was so packed with history, uh, you know, Civil War history, Revolutionary War history. Uh, it was just an amazing place. If, you, if you're into history, that's definitely a place to be. That's so cool. And it just, you know, really translated into such an immersive and neat setting for the book. I oh, really enjoyed it. Well, thank you. I'm glad I, I hit the mark on that one. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And uh, so you kind of mentioned earlier, one of Phaedra's quirks in this novel that I also really enjoyed is that she dresses in full Regency attire to teach her courses on Austin. And it reminded yeah. me of these like really fun gatherings that happen throughout the country hosted by the Jane Austen Society of North America, where people attend in costume. So I was wondering if you've ever donned any Regency get up and attended yourself. <laughs> No, I haven't, but it sounds like a lot of fun. I mean, I think that would be a blast to, to do. Mm -hmm. um, kind of, 
you know, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Austin Land, but yes. you know, it's kind of like that. And I love that movie. It's hilarious. But um, I think probably the most famous one is the one in Bath. I think there's one they do every year in Bath. Yeah. I'd love to go to that. Yes. I think it was canceled during COVID, but I think it either has happened or is happening this year. So that's great. Oh, it'd be um, so fun. I know. I mean, to get to see the Crescent where they used to walk and do their promenades and ride in a carriage and wear the clothing. I mean, that that would have to be amazing to just to live the way they did, even if it was just for a couple of days, uh-huh. it, it would be because I would love to step back in time, but I don't think I'd want to live there. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like I, I want all the uh, convenience and uh, cleanliness of the, the modern era. But I also think it would be so cool to embrace the, the spirit of the Regency era and walk where Jane Austen walked and go to that festival that they do in Bath, um, at least most exactly. years. I've seen pictures of it and it does just look amazing. Oh, it is. It's, it would be so much fun. And I also um, saw an article online. There's a B&B, I think, in Vermont. And I don't know if it's still doing this, but they have uh, a package like a Jane Austen weekend where you can go and you spend the weekend at this B&B and everybody dresses in costume and you'd have tea and, you know, have Jane Austen quizzes and walk in the garden or whatever. But I thought that sounded like a lot of fun. And it even kind of inspired the idea for the second book that I wrote. So okay. uh, I would love to do that or, you know, attend something like that. I think that would be a blast. Oh my goodness. That sounds amazing. And it does like that does very much remind me of Austin land. Um, like you mentioned earlier, Shannon yes. Hale actually um, is a local author for me and I've met her a few times and I just absolutely love that series and the movie. So, so funny. It, it, it's one of the rare cases where the movie, they actually really did a good job, as, mm-hmm. as good a job of the movie as, as the book. So yes, I love it. Yeah, I agree uh, that my husband even like really, really enjoys <laughs> that movie. And most, you know, Jane Austen adaptations, he will play video games while I, I watch exactly. and he loved Austin Land. Same. It's so funny. It's got something for every everybody. I mm-hmm. think. Yeah, my husband's the same way. He's like, yawn, you know, I'll go change the tire on the car or something rather than watch Jane Austen. Right. But on the rare occasion when I do get him to watch something with me, he's like, you know, that was pretty good. <laughs> so yeah. it's funny. Yeah, no, that one's great. I highly, highly recommend reading and, and watching. That one's that one's great. And I think um I think Stephanie Meyer actually worked on that that movie with her the the twilight author so that's interesting yeah fun fact i did not know that i did not know that that's interesting yeah well it's it's an excellent movie and the the one character the sort of blonde-haired woman she was just hilarious she almost stole the whole movie oh she is yeah she's so funny it's jennifer jennifer coolidge from yeah from legally blonde yep Yep. She's so fun. She was incredible. Yeah. I really, really liked that one. Yeah, I agree. So back to your book, um, which of course is very reminiscent of Pride and Prejudice. So do you plan to write a book in this series for each of Austin's novels? Um, I'm hoping to, yes. Um, So far I've written the three, Pride, Prejudice, and Peril, um, A Murderous Persuasion, which is the second one coming out, I think in January. And then the third is Cyanide and Sensibility. Okay. So 
right now I'm kind of tossing around some ideas for hopefully another three book series, which would be based on um, Mansfield Park, Northanger Abbey and Emma, because, you know, I think she really only wrote what six complete novels. So, yeah, I think so. There's a couple that were like not finished, but, you know, at least I'd like to at least do three more uh, to answer your question. And I'd love to see Phaedra go to England, maybe with Mark to solve a mystery over there, you know, yeah. family home or something. Yeah, I think that would be fun. And so I'm kind of toying with that idea. But beyond that, uh, I don't have a whole lot yet. <laughs> I'm still working on that one. Awesome. Well, I'm going to be keeping my fingers crossed because like I mentioned, I feel like your books are kind of like a mashup of my two favorite things, Cozy's and Jane Austen. So I would happily read all of them. Oh, well, thank you. That's nice to hear. Thank you. Of course. And, you know, you've really created some characters in your cast who do parallel the characters in Pride and Prejudice, which I thought was such a fun touch. So who was your favorite character to write? Um, well, Mark Zeldin was fun because he's like Phaedra. He's a professor and he's new to their faculty and they kind of get off to a bad start. Um, she thinks he's this Oxford educated snob who kind of dismisses her love of Jane Austen as silly. And, you know, he thinks that her dressing and costume to, to do her lectures is just theater and nonsense. So they kind of, you know, butt heads early on, but uh, eventually that gets better. They become friends and hopefully maybe by the end of the third book, maybe something more. Um, but I think the, the most fun characters to write were Lucy Liang, who is um, another professor on the faculty, I think postmodern and modern literature, because she's such a, a contrast to Phaedra. She's very cynical and uh, more realistic, I think, about men and romance. And, you know, I was always saying, well, you don't have to wait for him to ask you out. You mm -hmm. can ask him out you know, that type of thing. And Phaedra is, you know, a little more um, traditional, I think, in some respects. But, uh, you know, she, she values Lucy's opinion and, and does listen to her. And they're sort of a good, uh, they, they bounce off each other very well. And um, I think writing the scenes with Detective Morelli, that was fun, too, because, you know, he's determined to solve the murder and she's determined to get in the middle of his investigation and he doesn't like that too much. So there's a little bit of a conflict between those two. But, you know, they also have a, a sort of a guarded friendship as well that that develops. So I think, um, you know, probably Mark and Lucy, those mm -hmm. two were a lot of fun. And I don't know if Mark is exactly a Darcy, but he's sort of Darcy-esque. And, uh, you know, just like with Darcy, uh, Phaedra eventually realizes that maybe he's not quite as bad as she thought. And maybe, you know, she's a little judgy sometimes. So maybe she's partly to blame and, you know, and it evolves from there. Yeah, I I really liked Mark and he definitely did give me the the Darcy vibes and I thought it was kind of fun how they were both professors and so you were able to tie in kind of the uh the uh pride and prejudice that exists within academia itself into the novel and make it work with those two characters. I thought that was so cute and clever. Oh, thank you. Yeah, well, I try. <laughs> <laughs> 
So we mentioned Austin Land earlier, and obviously there's a lot of Jane Austen movies and television adaptations out there. So do you have a personal favorite? Um, well, I would say going back to Emma, um, I really liked the version with Kate Beckinsale, and I think it was probably back in the 90s, but she was a really good Emma, and um, I really enjoyed that. The, the most recent one was really good. Um, and also even the Gwyneth Paltrow, I know a lot of people kind of bang on her that she wasn't even really British, but I thought she did a great job. Mm -hmm. um, so I like those versions of Emma. And I also really, really loved Pride and Prejudice, the BBC miniseries with Colin Firth because Colin Firth, <laughs> I mean, he is yeah. Mr. Darcy, right? I know in, in multiple cases, right? Isn't he also Mr. Darcy and Bridget Jones, which is a Pride and Prejudice kind of remake as well? Exactly. That's a great point. And he's really, really yummy in that those movies too. So yeah, I really, really enjoyed his portrayal. Now the one with um, Matthew, I don't forget, I can't pronounce his last name, but he he did a really good job too. I think he brought more of a sort of an emotional aspect to the character than maybe than Colin Firth did, but I, I still will always go with Colin Firth first as the the penultimate, you know, quintessential Darcy. Yeah, <laughs> I do agree. I agree completely. I do think Keira Knightley made an amazing Elizabeth Bennett. For me, I really yes. enjoyed her in that role, but yeah, definitely Colin Firth for Mr. Darcy. <laughs> he gets the gold star for sure. <laughs> he does. He definitely does. So you do also write romantic comedies as well, like we mentioned in your introduction. So I was wondering if you could tell us anything about those books in case some of our listeners would also want to pick them up. Oh, sure. Um, back in, I guess it was 2012, 2011, somewhere back there, long time ago, I wrote uh, the first book in a three book series, and it was called Prada and Pre prejudice and the series I think was dating Mr. Darcy yeah dating Mr. Darcy and it was a three book series for Karina UK which was a, a British publisher um, and it did really well um, the first book hit number one on the Amazon romantic comedy spot so that was that just blew me away I, I had never had any idea it would do that well um, and then the other two books followed. They, in fact, the first book I think uh, was turned into a trade paperback, and I think it went through two or three printings. And then the, the other books are all electronic, so they're all available as eBooks. And I, as far as I know, they're still available. But the second series was Marrying Mr. Darcy, and that was also three books. And I will say they don't have a lot to do with Austin's novels beyond their titles, which are sort of a play on some of her titles, but they're a lot of fun, you know, even so. I, I think the first one, Prada and Prejudice, probably is the most, you know, the one that references Austin the most. The others, not so much, but it was, uh, it was fun and I think anyone who enjoys uh, romantic comedy with, you know, humor would probably like them. And they're available pretty much. I think any online retailer should have those still. Oh, those sound like so much fun. I'm definitely going to pick them up. I, I love rom-coms and I do feel like Jane Austen is like the original rom-com author, at, at least as far as I know. Hers are the first ones that yes. I've read. 
You know, I never thought of it that way, but you're exactly right. I guess she really was. Yeah. Because <laughs> she doesn't get credit for that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And because they are just, they're very witty. They're very funny. And they're also like very romantic and heartwarming. Yes, they are. And, and that's very true. And, you know, jumping back to the, the movies you were asking me about, I meant to mention um, Becoming Jane. I don't know if you've seen that oh, one. Oh, yeah. Yes, it was very sad, and it was more about Jane Austen herself and her brief affair with Tom LeFoy, Mm -hmm. but I I really liked that and, uh, you know, just was amazed uh, that Jane, uh, Anne, I'm sorry, Anne Hathaway, she did such a great job as Jane. I was really impressed, but yeah, okay, that's so sorry. That was just a a jumping into something that we already talked about, but. No, you're fine, and I agree completely. I love that movie. That's one that I've watched like many, many, many times over. I absolutely love it. Yeah, it's a very good movie. It's very sad, but uh, very touching, and I really like that one. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I, excuse me, I am very excited to read more books in this specific series and to pick up your rom-coms as well. So can you tell us anything about what you're working on right now? Um, At present, I'm kind of taking a little break. I just finished the third book, Cyanide and Sensibility. So I'm taking a little break. We've got, you know, family visiting for the summer because we're in Florida near the beach. So they're all here and it's fun. But I am uh, working on some ideas for a proposal for the three additional uh, Phaedra mysteries that I had uh, mentioned earlier. Um, I'd love to continue with her story, you know, not just her sleuthing, but her relationship with Mark and see how that develops and, you know, maybe take her outside of Laurel Springs now and then to Mm -hmm. England or, you know, wherever. I think that would be a lot of fun. So I'm going to, you know, see what kind of uh, ideas I can generate and make some notes and see where that goes. (laughs) I'll keep Uh, you posted. Yes, that sounds like so much fun. And I just have to say that Cyanide and Sensibility, such a great title. I love that so much. (laughs) Thank you. Yes, it's kind of funny, but you know, Cozy Mysteries, they have to have that sort of uh, tongue-in-cheek title. I know, they have the best titles, just absolutely. And I... I love the covers of your book too. I have to, I have to mention, I've seen uh, the cover for the next one that's coming out and the cover for Pride, Prejudice and Peril, obviously. And they're just so cute. The illustrations are beautiful. Oh, thank you. They are. They did a great job. I've had a lot of people say that it has almost a vintage look to Mm -hmm. it, which I I didn't really see that at first, but they're right. It kind of does. Yeah. And it, it doesn't really look like uh, any other cozy mysteries it's a little bit different but uh you know Phaedra's a little bit different so I guess that kind of works yeah exactly so since you are an avid reader of cozy mysteries as well as an author I was hoping you could leave our listeners with at least one cozy book recommendation before we sign off um sure I would say probably the main clam bake series by Barbara Ross I just I love all of those books um she's an excellent writer and also the noodle shop mysteries Mm -hmm. by Vivian Chin those are those are so funny and I like those because the heroines are fiercely loyal to their families and they're dedicated to solving you know whatever murder mystery they end up in uh, kind of like Phaedra. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I strongly recommend both those authors and there's many, many more, uh, 
and they're all good. Uh, but those are a couple of my very favorites. Yeah, I agree. I love the Noodle Shop Mysteries. Those ones are so much fun. I feel like those are uh, great reads if you need like a pick-me-up because the the tone of the writing is just very upbeat and funny. It's just so cute. Um, Oh, it's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. I I enjoy those. I'm looking forward to, you know, the next one in the series. I can't wait. Me too. And I'll definitely add Barbara Ross's books to my list because those sound wonderful. I think Maine would be just such a charming setting. It is. And it's, uh, they do a clam bake on this island off the coast and uh, it sort of centers around her family and her immediate family. And there's always some kind of a murder mystery. And for whatever reason, she's always dragged into it. But, you know, she's a very interesting character, very multifaceted. And uh, it's always a fun read. Any of her books are, are very enjoyable. Yeah, those sound wonderful. I uh, just added them to my Goodreads list as we were chatting, so I'll definitely hope to get to <laughs> those soon. Yes, do check them out. Yeah. They're very good. Absolutely. Well, as we mentioned, Katie's latest novel, Pride, Prejudice, and Peril, is out now. Book two, A Murderous Persuasion, comes out on January 3rd, and it is available for pre-order. Um, but before we sign off, Katie, do you want to tell our listeners how they can connect with you online? Sure. Um, I'm on Twitter at KatieOliver01. Um, Instagram, which I admit I'm not on there as much as I should be. I'm, I'm hoping to rectify that soon. But on Instagram, it's at KatieWriter. Um, Facebook, my Facebook page is KatieOliverWriter. And my website is KatieOliver.com. And um, my books are available through Penguin Random House or, you know, bookstores online, retailers, etc. They, they should. The first one is um, obviously the other one hasn't come out yet, but soon, soon. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, Katie, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. I had so much fun getting to talk with you and learn more about your books and your upcoming projects. Yes, it was been, it's been great. I've enjoyed it very much. And it's fun to finally talk to. Uh, I've seen your face, of course, on Instagram and your cozy, cozy mystery podcast things. And they're so yeah. cute and colorful. So it's nice to finally meet you and talk to you. I've really enjoyed it. I agree. It's fun to actually get to have a conversation with people that you're like kind of friends with online, but, and then just to like dive a little bit deeper uh, into the book that I loved and got to read. So I really appreciate it. Uh, Well, thank you. And I appreciate you having me on your podcast. And listeners, thank you for joining us. We will be back very soon with another episode of Get Cozy Podcast. So stay tuned. That's all for today's episode. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Get Cozy Podcast to see which authors we'll be hosting in our upcoming episodes. Thanks so much for listening. And until next time, happy reading and stay cozy.